Welcome back to The Awakener, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Awakener. Uh, I'm pleased to have you with me. i got The Insider with me. Insider, how are you? I'm doing great, Awakener. How are you? Good. We have so much to talk about today. So much. The world is rapidly changing each and every day. Hunter Biden news. Uh, we've got the elections here in Toronto. Let's go. First of all, we've got to start with Hunter Biden because everybody wants to know what's going on. What are your thoughts? Well, it's really surprising uh, that Hunter got uh, indicted. And um, I mean, it's really a joke. He, he'll avoid jail time. And it's like a slap on the wrist. Um, you see people are really upset. They're saying that uh, black people who got charged with something similar, like like gun crimes or drug crimes or whatever. Um, went, went to jail had, for like 20 years. Exactly. And, yeah. and the president's son didn't. Uh, but, you know, like you and I were talking it looks like the Republicans in the House are going to continue. They're saying outright this is not stopping them just because his charge. There's right. many more things to investigate. So this is not the end of the road by any stretch. No, I think it's just the beginning, actually. If anything, it proves that Hunter Biden is a shady individual. Everyone's going to know he's a shady individual. As we know, he is a self-admitted shady individual who's pleaded guilty to tax crimes. Uh, but this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, the reason why all this is happening is because, as we know, there's a counterintelligence operation going on behind Hunter Biden, behind Joe Biden, as we talked about. And the FBI is doing whatever it takes to stonewall this information from coming out and drip it out so slowly and we've been over why that is but just to remind you it's because well thousands and thousands of nuclear missiles sit on the other side and it's a very dangerous time and this is why the truth is going to set everybody free or set the world free and change the world this is in the end with with hunter biden more stuff is going to come uh, I believe the Republicans basically have everything they need right now. If anything, nothing is going to slow down their investigation now because all this is taken care of. It's only going to increase. And people at the FBI, like Christopher Ray, are like, they could be impeached any day now. Articles of impeachment against Christopher Ray because his documents that he submitted do not match the charges against Hunter Biden. Nothing makes sense. And as we told you on the Awakener, there's a counterintelligence secret operation that's happening under Hunter Biden and Joe Biden right now that we've detailed in this podcast. This is like the beginning of the Great Awakening. What do you think? So I'm in agreement with you. I think that this is just the start of everything. Um, you know, the right has been saying, Hunter Biden, when's he going to be indicted? Hunter Biden, we've been talking about this for years. And all of a sudden, now something has happened. So the, it kind of shuts the left up. They know that something is going on. They know that Hunter is not clean. Now they can't hide behind a veil of Joe and Hunter are, are being attacked by the right unfairly. So it starts opening up the door where they have to accept and realize that there's issues with Hunter. And as it increases, as it progresses, that's when uh, I think the left is, is slowly going to be woken up to what's really going on uh, within their own government. Right. So should we detail for our listeners this counterintelligence operation we've been talking about? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think you should, especially for new people that have just uh, joined recently. Okay, so if you want to follow, um, what is happening is very, very simple to understand. Barack Obama was a traitor. He even called himself a traitor, a renegade, openly. That was the Secret Service code name. He did things that would affect the West um, to basically put the West within a millimeter of being taken out by the enemy. That is, the enemy has access to, as you know, SARS uh, viruses, other biological weapons, uh, our own uranium, 
our uh, nuclear technology. And we know the Chinese were after the nuclear secrets as early as 2016 that we know of because an engineer that was connected to a Chinese corporation, Energy Corporation, was indicted so. And this all relates to a huge, massive counterintelligence operation that's going on now that has been covertly happening over the last six years. This is because the truth of what is happening is, I would say, national security reasons. The truth cannot be exposed until everything is put in place and everything is ready. Basically, Barack Obama put the West and the USA in a position and did so much damage where Russia and China had the means to basically take her out and destroy her. That is, if you think about it, someone's own uranium, someone's own technology, you could create something that would not be traced back and could do maximum damage to the United States of America and the Western world without any trace back to China or Russia. And this is extremely dangerous time. Um, things have happened a certain ways because the U.S. military complex has been put in a situation where they have no choice to do what they're doing, which is running the shadow operation underneath Biden. The shadow operation has been running under Hillary, too, as we talked about on this podcast. And this constant drip of information is going to lead people to understand the truth and why things are happening. So Hunter Biden's indictment. It's not really an indictment. It's more like he's he's basically admitting that he's a shady individual, hasn't paid his taxes. So this is like, okay, well, well now we know that Hunter Biden is corrupt. So the next thing that's going to happen is not going to be a, a big surprise to anybody. The Republicans have everything they need. They have everything through their investigations to lead up to what is actually happening, which is the FBI and the military are going to have to reveal that there's a counterintelligence operation that has been covertly happening over the last six years. And once that happens, we're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's really the the truth of what is going on. What do you think? So do you think that China or Russia will pull the trigger once that happens and start World War III? Well, the, the, the understanding of what is happening is that the enemy holds power of us because they are covertly blackmailing and extorting a select group of politicians. These politicians in the Western world are doing grave damage to us through an agenda that's disguised as good, but it's actually harming our national economy, our livelihood, um, a plethora of reasons why you can like see it right now with what Trudeau is doing in Canada. Right. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And as this kind of spreads throughout the Western world, when people understand this, it's going to ignite red pilling like never seen before. Now the enemy requires these politicians to pass this agenda to us. It's because they cannot defeat us in an open war. They cannot defeat us uh, and our belief structure and how we have freedom. And like, you know, everyone here would fight for their freedoms and back there, half the country hates their own government. It, there's nothing to fight for there. So this is a war. This is a struggle that's been happening on this earth for, for you know, basically hundreds of years. But in the, in the modern era, since 1945, and the enemy seeks to get us. This enemy cannot defeat us once their politicians are unraveled, which means that once we understand the extortion, the blackmail, once we understand the operation, then it's lights out for them. They won't be able to defeat us. The ship turns around. You can already see... We're starting to reject the standard agenda, the norms, and the ship is starting to turn around. And once the first, you know, the truth starts to break free, it's game changer. Well, yeah, there's no question. You can see that there's a big change this year in particular. There's a big change. I mean, look, just a part of the woke uh, uh, mindset out there, the whole backlash against the pride movement and the transgender movement that's happening uh, both in the U.S. and in Canada it's 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 really a game changer that this is the first time we've ever seen something like this right and then the other thing that i've noticed that's really funny is that you know one 
group of people that the the woke community tries to rally around is the the Muslim community, and you know they use this term Islamophobia, etc. But now all of a sudden you see the Muslim community uh, banding together, attacking the transgender and the LGBTQ. A pride movement and everything. So the, the two sides are attacking each other. Now, they can't attack the Muslims for attacking them or else they'd be Islamophobic. So this is the first time we've ever seen different aspects of the woke agenda coming and attacking each other. And I want to add one more thing to your point. I agree with you that there are some politicians out there that are, uh, you know, they have dirt on them and they're using that on them to be their pawns. But I would say there's also a number of politicians out there, and I'd say Trudeau is one of them, that truly believe in this woke New World Order agenda, and they believe that it will be a better world for everyone once there's basically human slavery, and they're at the very top. Right. They believe that they're the elite. Right. They're full-on commies. They believe their agenda. They believe their ideology. Some of them are being blackmailed and extorted to do, um, you know, an agenda that benefits the enemy, which we've talked about. Um, Some on the conservative side as well, as we know. And this is something where this great awakening, once people know kind of the battle here and how that the enemy doesn't have any control over these politicians anymore, it's really going to be like lights out for them. At this point, they're they're going to see over the next fifty years because this is all about time, right? Like it, it, you can't just turn around the ship, you can't turn around a nation, you can't turn around the Western world over a period of six months. This is something that takes like 16, 20 years to do. So this is this is a long game. So yep. like strategic analysis of where the United States of America is going to be when we all reject this wokeism and the standard politicians who are passing climate change, all this nonsense is we're going to be powerhouses. You agree with that, right? If we all went back to you know natural like natural gas, oil, energy independence, we're going to be powerful, correct? Absolutely. Well, all so, the all the intelligence, all the inventions are coming from the Western world. They're not coming from these third world countries that that are being used as cheap labor. They want to turn our countries into third world countries so that everybody is broken, poor, and only the elite own all the resources, all the modes of production. Right. And, you know, this this struggle or this covert kind of tug of war that's been happening in the world since 1945 has been happening underneath the water where people can't notice it. But we've been pointing it out on this podcast, you know, this this battle that's been happening. And it's getting to the point where it's going to bubble up pretty soon. The Hunter Biden case is going to be an interesting case because we talked about it, how it's going to kind of expose this struggle for everybody to see. So it's going to come. It's going to break the surface of the water. People are going to notice it. And like you can really dive in and kind of see the struggle everywhere, including the election here in in Canada in Toronto, which we can get into right now if you don't want mind. Yeah, I, I think we should talk about both the Toronto. I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the mayor election, but I think we should also be talking about. There's been four federal by elections that just happened uh, this week, and uh, the media is is you know the media is in Trudeau's pocket, so they're they're twisting the narrative and misinforming people. But we can start with either one, whatever you want to talk about. Well, it's a war, right? So if you understand that it's a war, uh, it's a covert war, and you kind of read into that way, you can kind of see what the enemy is doing. Now, as we know here in Canada, in Toronto, uh, elections are paramount. If uh, elections are won, they're usually settled in Vancouver and Toronto, correct? Uh, these are bellwether, like Toronto in particular is bellwether because Toronto has the most number of seats federally than any other area 
right. in all of Canada. And the province of Ontario has one third of all the seats in our house of, uh, in our parliament. Right. So controlling Toronto is a huge it's deal. Huge. Yeah. And it would be very imperative to probably have a very controlled communist mayor in power um, before <laughs> kind of elections took place. You would agree? Well, let's put it this way. We had our previous mayor, John Tory, who was the head of the Conservative Party provincially in oh, he's Ontario. A fake, fake, fake conservative. <laughs> and the moment he became mayor within a very short period of time, he he felt that he had to flip to the left and he became super left wing. So that, you know, just is, was a disgrace. And now the front runner, which you're talking about, is Olivia Chow, yep. who was born in Hong Kong. And, um, you know, basically, it, 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 you watch her and you think you have a, a communist spy uh, heading our, uh, head, you know, running in, in as the mayor. There's over 100 people on the ballot for mayor of Toronto. Many of them have fallen out. Many of them have no chance of, of placing anywhere um and unfortunately the conservative candidates are kind of split between a few so you have what people don't understand is olivia chow she was married to the former leader of the ndp jack layton she used to be a municipal councillor in the city of toronto as well as her husband uh many many years they lived in ontario housing like government housing low rent housing and they were making six figures as uh, both of them as counselors living in the city of Toronto. They right. knew how to, to scam the system. She has openly said that she has had the blessing of the Chinese consul general from the, from the People's Republic of China here in Toronto because the big concern is she's from Hong Kong. Maybe, you know, she's, she stands for Hong Kong, but clearly she stands for communism. And she was a, she's a big proponent of the NDP, which is our socialist, our national socialist party. So... This is this is her agenda. She's openly says that if she's the mayor, she's going to raise taxes by 20 percent. She's going to do all sorts of uh, crazy changes to the city. She's going to turn the city into Portland or San Francisco. She's just going to destroy it the way all these radical left wing mayors in the U.S. have destroyed their cities. This is the most, um, you know, consequential election in Toronto history in a long, long time. And everything that's happening south of the border, which is like the Chinese influence is starting to come up in this counterintelligence operation on the Bidens. that clearly hasn't revealed its face is totally affected by what's happening here in Toronto. Think about things in perspective. OK, so you have all of a sudden these right wing individuals that are running for mayor. It's a plethora of them, whether you're center right, you know, in the case of the former police chief or you're all the way to the far right, uh, you know, Chris Sky. The fact is that there's so many right-wing people that are running right now and all these ideas. And before Olivia Chow came in, they had basically nobody that was going to win this election. They almost had to put Olivia Chow out there. So we, talk, we talked about this in privately. Out comes the communist-controlled, uh, you know, person. Boom. They're put in there, uh, win the election. I predict that this is going to be the biggest um, election in Toronto where the most turnout, I think, in a long, long time. And then you have this guy called Gong, I mm -hmm. believe his name is, yeah. which is really like funny because I don't think anybody's voting for him. I don't think that he I think he's signaling that something is really, really wrong. And everybody knows to vote for Olivia Chow. That's kind of embedded in Toronto right now. It's like almost signaling for a sense, because everything that 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 comes to pass in the next few years is going to be really, really paramount. Toronto is a, a multinational city. It's watched all around the world. They do not want to have a right wing, um, you know, person get into office to lead their mayor 
the mayor here in, in the city and to kind of turn the city around. They don't want people to witness all around the world that Toronto has lower crime. They don't want to see people have, you know, uh, more harmony, all these things, lower taxes. They don't want this. And with the elections coming up, when Trudeau's going to try to, you know, retain power as best as he can, you know, the, having a mayor controlling the city, uh, basically where the, you know, elections are, are kind of, you know, solved here in, in Canada is a huge paramount thing. This is no accident that Olivia Chow is running. This is no accident that Gong is putting all his signs all over the, all over Toronto. The, um, this tug of war is already happening as we speak. It's just not open yet. Yeah. So to give everybody some background on this Gong person, he has a pure mainland Chinese Mandarin name and he has advertised, he's put signs all over the place. Now, signs cost a lot of money, not only to print, but also to have installed. What are they, five bucks a sign? There's, yeah, the large signs are more than five bucks a sign, much so more spent, than that. He's spending like, what, 10 bucks a sign. He's put out how many signs? He spent like a million dollars or $2 million on signs? He, I don't know what he has spent, but how he can, where is he raising his money that he has not only done that, but he has done a regular banner ad on CP24, which is like the local news channel, he has a banner ad running there and he has his name Gong and his number on the ballot, which is number 44, which is a very smart move because there's, as I said, over 100 people on the ballot. So he's identifying with people and saying, I'm number 44, so just look for 44 and, and check mark that. But where is he raising his money? He's No one's heard of this guy before. His signs are all over the place. He's doing ads on television you're not going to raise money like that. There's something fishy about this. That there's something very, very fishy. It's very, very imperative that, you know, the communists take control um, before this election happens, before the truth comes out, because they are not going to want to go away. And everything is on the table for them to retain control when they start to get removed from office. Because every think about this way, they're going ahead with their agenda, their plan over like the past six years. They're doing it in a way which is kind of like they'd be smarter to back off and just kind of reorganize for a few years, but they're not, they're going away that well, at the same time people are noticing it at the same time, you have like a, another operations happening to kind of wake people up and expose this at the same time you have the truth that's slowly bubbling to the surface you know it starts as a little ripple in the bottom of the ocean and also in the bubbles starting to come come to the surface and you get the tiny little bubbles that are already starting to happen before the big bubble happens and the truth is really going to change the entire world you know it's i don't know how to describe it it's like our enemies have always dreamed about having the west the western world the western world um is in peril right now. I mean, because of Barack Obama and how he changed everything backwards and everything he did, this is why things are happening the way they're happening. The, the military establishment of the USA, in a sense, has been backed into a corner um, and it has to do what it has to do to ensure the survival of the Western world, which is like really horrible to say that, but this is exactly what's going on. I, I agree with you, and I would actually say Obama was the perfect plan for the communists but I think our audience have to be realistic uh, that, you know, the reality is this really started the moment George Herbert Walker Bush introduced the concept of a new world order. And then it was continued on with Clinton. It was continued on with Bush, the son. It was continued on with and, and really brought to fruition with Obama. But these plans have been in the works for decades. And whether the person was Republican or Democrat, it really didn't matter until Trump came along. It really didn't matter because the, they were all 
basically in on it. And right. They were, they were all, all part of the plan. Covertly controlled, all of them. Yeah, exactly. And then they passed their agenda little by little by little by little. And then, you know, it's very obvious what's going on. This is like the strategic undo of Barack Obama's presidency. They're not really, listen, I, I still believe Hillary will eventually get her time. Joe Biden is going to get his time. Everyone's going to get their time. But the fact of the matter is this is not being done for Hillary and this is not being done for Joe Biden. Everything that's happening is to get Barack Obama. It's that simple. Barack Obama was the one running this operation and Hillary and Joe Biden were surrounding him. Right. right. There's a counterintelligence operation underneath to strategically undo Barack Obama's presidency and to deal with the consequence of his presidency, which is our enemies are salivating right now to take us out. They have a plan to take us out. They're going ahead with this plan. Well, a lot of people are noticing something's wrong. And you know, the, the, the wizards and the warlocks, the people who actually, you know, are working underneath the president who believe in Western values and, you know, populating Western freedom all across the world are like, well, you give us no choice but to do this. And there's, at the end, there's no... There's no truth for anybody except on their time, Brian. Does that make sense? Yep, I get it. Because the truth involves national security and the future of the West. Right, right. So do you want to talk a little bit about the by-elections or should yep, we talk Let's about- go to the Patreon now. You can uh, subscribe on the Patreon at theawakener.ca. Let's go there now. Let's go there now.